Hello and welcome to Hey Coach. Hey, this is Eric Reyes and this is the podcast where you learn business concepts from the sidelines of all athletic fields. Hey, got a story for you. I had two quarterbacks very similar and I was trying to figure out who was going to start as my starting quarterback in the season. One was very smart. He knew all the plays. He knew where all the players supposed to line up. He knew what routes they were all supposed to do. The other player knew most of the plays. Had about the same, maybe a little less of where everyone should be on the field. Both players could read the defense very, very well. Arm strength was about the same. Who was I going to start? Well, I took the second player. Why did I take the second player? The first player couldn't make that decision to throw the ball in a tight window. Both quarterbacks started out very cautious. They were scared to make that throw because they were scared to get the interception. Even with me telling them, throw the in- just throw the interception. It'll be fine. We're in practice. Throw the interception. Now, don't get me wrong. We never want to see an interception. We do train them. We drill them. And in practice, if it's going to happen, then let it happen in practice. They are more than capable of making the throw. Their confidence is not allowing them to make the throw. They're scared of what the possibility could be if it gets intercepted. My job is to give them the tools and encourage them to make that throw. During practice, they would sometimes make the throw. Most of the time, they were. I would see them very hesitant. During the scrimmage, the second player would make the throw. The first player could not make that throw, would look at each of the progressions, come back. Of course, at that time, it wasn't open. And then either have to run or throw the ball away. Now, we teach them how to read the defense. There's a progression. If one is not open, then you go to two. If not, you go to the next, and then you throw the ball away. If the first one's open, you throw the ball. You don't go and read all the progressions, then come back to the first one because that might be the best one. No, that's not how it works. The first QB could not make the throw. He had to go through all the progressions. And at that time, it was too late. You have a small window of opportunity. He was too worried about what was going to happen if it was wrong. He was too worried about the interception. Now, this doesn't just happen with the players. This happens also with us coaches. We practice what plays we're going to call in certain situations. And I myself make decisions and call plays that sometimes don't work. Sometimes I make the call And I didn't read the defense correctly. And there's nothing I can do about that. It's a missed opportunity. I have to leave it, continue to keep my head in the game because there's more game to be played. And if it's a situation where I am down to my last play call, you know, there's almost no time left on the clock and this is the last play and I'm going to either win it or lose it. I have to be confident in the call that I'm going to make. And if it doesn't work, well, we lost the game. And I have to bear that 
responsibility. And if it's a play which we win the game, that's awesome. To me, that goes on the players. They did their job. It's really not on me. My job was to call the best play for the situation that we were in. Period. Yes, it feels great, but that was my that's my job. In business, it's the same thing. Sometimes you have to make a decision and you need to survey the situation and you need to make the call. There are some people who just can't make that decision without getting authority from above or from asking someone else to acknowledge that it's a good call. If you continually need to get the okay from me to make a decision, either I haven't taught them how to make the decision, you're not capable of taking the responsibility to make the decision, or you were not told that these are decisions that you are supposed to make. Depending on the the level of your leadership, certain decisions do need to be moved up the ladder, and others don't. Listening to uh, Lee Cockrell uh, in his podcast, he said that at Disney, certain positions had the okay to make certain decisions. If you were the guy who sold ice cream, if someone said that they dropped the ice cream, they were not going to call up and say, hey, I sold this guy ice cream and it fell on the floor. You know, what do I do? No, they were given the authority to make that decision and give them another ice cream. You know, as they moved up, there was a level of responsibility that they were given a monetary value. Okay, they weren't going to give them the whole ice cream truck, but they were allowed to give them an ice cream if the ice cream fell. So depending on, again, the level of leadership, there are certain decisions that need to go up the ladder and others don't need to move up. So how do you go about making this decision? Okay, you have to gather the information and you have to make an educated decision. Again, this is something that should be taught through the training process. There are ramifications for different decisions and you need to know what it is. Is there a value? Is this decision in line with the values of the the company? In Disney, it was make the customer happy. That was their value. Okay, so is decision in line with our values? When you finally do do all the due diligence, you make the decision and you need to be confident in it. Now, there are going to be times that you make a decision and it's going to be wrong, but that should not hold you back from doing and making that decision. Not all decisions are going to be the best decisions. That's okay. I never got upset with someone who made an educated decision. I did get upset when someone made a decision and it wasn't well thought out and then it came to bite us at the end. Now, if they made a decision, it was well-founded, they did all their due diligence and it was wrong, then you know what? He did what he had to do. He did all the, the steps and that's what happened. Some decisions are just not going to be you know, to to our benefit. Now, what if it's you? And no one ever taught you how to make the decision. Well, then there's a bit of learning and research that you're going to need to do to find out these steps. But to begin with, there's a couple of steps that I've researched myself. Uh, There's a six-step process that researchers have pointed to making managerial decisions. One is gather information and establish 
your objective. Two, identify alternatives without choosing one. Three, comparing and evaluating alternatives. Four, making a choice. Five, implementing your decision. And six, checking your decision. Now, each of these steps is like a target in darts. It's a large target, but there's a bunch of concentric circles within the target. So each of these steps have multiple steps within them. Now, each step, like I said, has work to do within itself. And, you know, down the road, we may just take an episode for each one of these steps and explore a bit more in depth each step. Now, these steps go along with what coaches do on the sidelines. It's the same thing. It may go a bit quicker. They may be a little bit more in length, depending on what they are. Like the first one, gathering information and establishing your objective. Well, watching film of your opponent for that week, you know, there you go. You're gathering information. Okay. Your, your, your objective is to find weaknesses in their defense and weaknesses in their offense. Um, on the sideline, you're doing the same thing. You're watching their tendencies during the sideline. Identify alternatives without choosing one. Okay. You look, you're looking at your plays. Okay. I can go with this pass play, this run play. These two run plays, these two pass plays. Okay, I'm going to go with this one. You're you're making, you're identifying your alternatives. And usually on your play sheet, your call sheet, like with mine, I had a first and 10. These are the plays I used to like on first and 10. These are my third and long plays. You know, so I had it all set up already. So I had my alternatives in there. Compare and evaluate the alternatives. Okay, they're strong on, on one side. So, you know, should I still run this play? They may be looking for this. They may not. So you need to compare and evaluate. What I would do is I would talk to my other assistant coaches and say, hey, what do you think? You know, you have time. You have, we, we had the time between the whistles to figure out what play we we're going to do. Then I would make a choice. Okay. We're going to do a run play. We're going to run down the middle, Texas. I'm going to run the, run the play down the middle. I made the choice, I would put the play in. And then as the play goes, you see how your decision comes up. Also, after the game, we had all the plays written down of what we called, and I would watch film and see what I called. And did I? Did I call the right play? Did I make the right decision? Okay, so it's the same thing in in coaching as it is in business. You need to go through these these steps. Now, as you make more and more decisions and go through these steps, you become more comfortable. It becomes a quicker process, but you'll be able to make these decisions quicker and be more confident because you've done all the steps. But the first step is to be confident that you can make that decision. And here's the first decision you can make. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcast. It helps new listeners find the show. Also, if you have any question or comments, please email me at eric at heycoachreyes.com. That's eric at heycoachreyes, R-E-Y-E-S, dot com. I love to hear from you.
So don't forget, learn, get prepared, build that confidence, and don't worry about throwing that interception. Go out there and give it your all. Until next week, this is Eric Reyes. Have a great week.